Shalom and Yeshua, this is Rabin Deborah Brandt, and today is day 35 of Emunah, Life in Messiah Yeshua. I wept, I mourned, I prayed, I fasted. Meditation verse Nehemiah 1, verse 1 to 4. The words of Nehemiah, or Nehemiah, son of Hakaliah. Now it happened that in the month of Kislev, in the twentieth year, while I was in Shushan, the capital, that Hanani, one of my brothers, together with some men from Judah, arrived, and I asked them about the Judeans, the remnant who had survived the captivity, and about Jerusalem. They said to me, the remnant who have survived the captivity there in the province are in great distress and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down, and its gates have been burned with fire. Upon hearing these words, I sat down and wept and mourned for days. I prayed and fasted before the God of heaven. Here we see six acts of Nehemiah. One, he heard the report. Two, he sat down. Three, he wept. Four, he mourned certain days. Five, he fasted. And six, he prayed before God. Nehemiah continues in prayers and supplications before the throne. His heart is broken over the report he has heard regarding the condition of Jerusalem due to the captivity and exile to Babylon. Here he is asking Yahweh Elohim to remember his covenant with Israel and be merciful and to restore. Nehemiah 1 verse 5 and 6 and going forward, Then I said, Adonai God of heaven, the great and awesome God, who keeps the covenant and loving kindness with those who love him and keep his mitzvot. Please let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to the prayer of your servant, that I am praying before you today, both day and night, on behalf of your servants, B'nai Israel. I am confessing the sins of B'nai Israel that we have sinned against you. Yes, I and my ancestral house have sinned. We have acted very corruptly against you. We have not kept the mitzvot, the statutes, nor the rulings that you commanded your servant Moses. Please recall the word that you commanded your servant Moses, saying, If you act unfaithfully, I will scatter you among the peoples. But if you return to me and obey my mitzvot and do them, then, even if your dispersed people are at the ends of heaven, I will gather them from there and bring them back to the place where I have chosen for my name to dwell. They are your servants and your people whom you redeemed by your great strength and your mighty hand. Please, my Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who delight in revering your name. Give your servant success today and grant compassion in the presence of this man. Now I was the cupbearer to the king. Judah, who had been in captivity in Babylon for 70 years and is now getting ready to return to the land, the sad part is, according to Jewish history, only a remnant chooses to return when it is time to leave Babylon. We see this happening today as Urach HaKodesh is calling Yahweh Elohim's people out of Babylon. Only a remnant is choosing to return to his ways. Here we have Nehemiah, or Nehemiah, but it's pronounced Nehemiah, one of the righteous ones that went into captivity to Babylon, who was put in the position of being cupbearer to the king. He had great concern for those who were in Jerusalem and had left had been left as a small remnant. When he inquired about their welfare, he found out that they were not doing well 
and that the walls of Jerusalem were torn down and the gates burned with fire. Again in verse 4 we see his reaction to this sad news. Upon hearing these words I sat down and wept and mourned for days. I prayed and fasted before the God of heaven. The first thing he did was to weep, mourn, and pray and fast before God. He did not make any rash decisions before pleading and interceding before the God of Israel. Here we have a beautiful prayer of intercession on behalf of Israel. We go on to see that he received direction from Yahweh because in chapters 2, 1 to 8, he is in the presence of the king and asking help for his people. Nehemiah 2.8, as well as a letter to Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, so he will give me lumber to make beams for the gates of the fortress adjacent to the temple, for the wall of the city, and for the residence I will occupy. The king granted me the request, because the good hand of my God was upon me. We should always seek God's direction and instruction before we take action. Sometimes we get carried away by the emotion of the moment and tend to make decisions without asking God for guidance. We need to seek his face and get our marching orders and battle plans from him, and he will direct us how, where, and when we are to proceed. John 11.35, Yeshua wept. The shortest verse in the Bible, but very expressive of the humanity of Yeshua, and generous and sympathetic feelings for his friends. He wept with those who wept and caused even his enemies to acknowledge his love and compassion. Another cause of his weeping may have been the fearful and universal ravages of sin and death. The ever-darkening shadows of unbelief of his race that would then lead to the final rejection of him and total destruction of the nation. Yeshua prayed for us in his darkest hour, his high priestly prayer. He knew what his Talmudim would be facing in the future which included martyrdom. However, he prayed not just for his disciples, but all those who would follow in their footsteps. Yeshua, our Kohen Gadol, Hebrews 6.20, prays on our behalf to his Father. In this intercessory prayer, we see deeply into the Messiah's heart, into the intimacy of the relationship between the Son and the Father. On the one hand, and seeing the Son in his Talmudim on the other. The depth of this prayer exceeds that, pos the, that possible to any mere human. It presupposes that Yeshua came forth from God, had the Father's glory before the world existed, shares all that belongs to the Father, and can give the Father's glory to believers. Is, he is eternal and has uniquely intimate knowledge of the Father. The Jewish New Testament Commentary. Going forth... Regarding Yeshua's prayer, then the Lord prayed as long as prayer, which may be divided into four sections. Number one for himself, John seventeen one to five. Yeshua spoke these things, and lifting up his eyes to heaven, he said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify your Son, so that the Son may glorify you. Even if, as you gave him authority over all flesh, so may he give eternal life to all those you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Yeshua, the Messiah, the one you sent. I glorified you on earth by finishing the work you have given me to do. Now, Father, glorify me together with yourself and with the glory which I had with you before the world came to be. 2. For his Talmudim, John seventeen nine to 19 I ask on their behalf, 
Not on behalf of the world do I ask, but on behalf of those you have given me, for they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you, Holy Father. Keep them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one just as we are one. While I was with them, I was keeping them in your name that you have given me. I guarded them, and not one of them was lost except the son of destruction, so that the scripture would be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, I say these words, while I am still in the world, so that they may have my joy made full in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world hated them, because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I am not asking that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Make them holy in the truth. Your word is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sakes I make myself holy, so that they be made holy in truth. Number 3, for his Talmudim, John seventeen twenty to 24 or for all Talmudim, those that would come after, I pray not on behalf of these only, but also for those who believe in me through their message that they may be one, just as you, Father, are in me, and I am in you. So also they may be one in us, so the world may believe that you sent me. The glory that you have given to me I have given to them, that they may be one, just as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be perfected in unity, so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them as you loved me. Father, I also want those you have given me to be with me where I am, so that they may see my glory, the glory you gave me, for you loved me before the foundation of the world. And for, again, for his Talmudim, verses 25-26, Righteous Father, the world did not know you, but I knew you, and these knew that you sent me. I made your name known to them, and will continue to make it known, so that the love with which you love me may be in them and I in them. Our Father, our King, we pray the prayer of Nehemiah as well for the body of Messiah, for restoration to your ways, your truth, your life, and the way of living according to your Holy Torah and our Messiah, your Son, Yeshua. Father, give us a heart to mourn, to weep, to pray, and to fast for a lost and dying world and for the shalom of Jerusalem and your people. May Yeshua's prayer for us be our prayer as well. In Yeshua's name, Shalom in Yeshua.